The whistle of the cold wind outside a cozy home. The colorful decorations hanging from the tips of banisters. Hot cocoa steaming in porcelain mugs. Cars full of joyous family members arrive, bringing with them thoughtful gifts wrapped in secrecy. This is the ideal holiday. Shelter, warmth, food, drink, and family. Now, I say ideal because it isn't always this wonderful or easy. Sure, the holiday season is a time for happiness and joy. But what do we do as recovering addicts and alcoholics when stress and temptation creep in? I'm Kiko McGowan, and this is Through Alliance, the BWR podcast. In the classic novel, A Christmas Carol, Charles Dickens said of the holidays, it is a fair, even-handed, noble adjustment of things, that while there is infection in disease and sorrow, there is nothing in the world so irresistibly contagious as laughter and good humor. Because the holidays come around during the cold winter months, we should be full of happiness, laughter, togetherness, and gratitude, right? Well, not quite so. The holidays can be a very difficult time for a lot of recovering folks. Maybe we don't have a family to go celebrate with. Maybe we can't afford that special gift for our loved one because we're just getting back on our feet. And maybe our families are drinking booze or using drugs recreationally all about us. And surely, this is triggering. This is the topic we'll be covering today, staying sober through the holidays. Drinking and using. They make it look fun, harmless, appealing. In the deepest parts of our souls, though, we know our experience with alcohol and drugs has been, well, quite different. But it's the holidays, we might say. Can't I have just one? How it works from the basic text of Narcotics Anonymous reads at one stanza. One is too many, and a thousand is never enough. This refers to our using habits as alcoholics and addicts. If you're a recovering person like me, in our past, we didn't know what the morning, afternoon, or evening would look like if we had just one. We likely end up in oblivion. But I'm not here to educate you on the concept of the disease we suffer from. I'm here to suggest how to not suffer through the holidays, but to enjoy them. There are many practical and yes, even fun ways to navigate the fast-paced and sometimes stressful holiday season. First things first, we likely go to different get-togethers during the holidays. 
whether it's a work party or an evening or two with family members or out to dinner with friends. Alcohol and drugs may be present. In fact, the probability is quite high. So the first thing I'd suggest is to have a way out. It sounds quite obvious, but when the stress of family and temptation of booze or drugs steep in, we sometimes don't think straight. Sometimes we obsess. Drive separate from drinking family members. If we don't drive, know what time public transit will be accessible in your area. Bring a sober friend. Call or text a sponsor, mentor, or counselor. These are all wonderful strategies that do work. And remember, it's okay to just go. There's no shame in asking for what you need or what you want. But my wish for you is to know that if and when you do need to go, there's still sober fun to be had. Various AA and NA groups have 24-hour meetings with food, fun, and fellowship on various holidays. I've attended massive sober New Year's Eve bashes in Philadelphia and Maine. You can use your area's website to find out where these will be held in your area. Apps such as Pink Cloud and Meeting Guide list meetings closest to you and where and when they'll be occurring. Now, another strategy in staying sober and having fun during the holidays is to be of service. I've heard in many a 12-step meeting, when I spend my time thinking of others, I have no room to think of myself and my issues. There's also a Hindu proverb that says, help thy brother's boat across, and lo, thine has reached the shore. Now to me this says, when I'm helping others, I'm also helping myself. Volunteer at a local soup kitchen or homeless shelter. Bring a dish to a potluck event in the rooms, or snag a chair or coffee commitment. Whatever kind of service work you like, there's one out there for you. As my good friend Paul says, if you don't have a service position in the program, it's because you don't want one. Now this brings me to my final point. If you're listening to this podcast, you likely have, well, quite a lot. A phone or computer to listen to this on? Speakers or a pair of headphones? Perhaps you're on the bus or driving in your car. And maybe that's something you're grateful for. So this holiday season, I urge you to focus not on what you wish you had or what you think you deserve, but what you do have. Maybe you've been inspired to try some of these tactics out this holiday season. And this, this means you're willing. You're willing to try something different from prior holidays when we were either absent, high, drunk, or destructive. And this is the first step to not only a sober, happy, and healthy holiday season, but a lifelong journey of recovery, one day at a time. And going back to the quote from Charles Dickens, it is a fair, even-handed, noble adjustment of things that while there is infection in disease and sorrow, there is nothing in the world so irresistibly contagious as laughter and good humor. Well, just for today, make that noble adjustment of things for you, your sobriety, and your family. Until next time, this is Through Alliance, the BWR podcast. And thanks for listening. Happy holidays.
Thank you.